Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are tales about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. Up in smoke. Ms. A was a 31-year-old when I met her as a work-in into my outpatient clinic with concerns about a brain tumor. She'd been relatively well until that morning when she'd had the acute onset of weakness on her left side, collapsed at work, a restaurant which was adjacent to the medical center, and which many a healthcare worker had spent time before the urgent care or outpatient clinics opened, given the proximity and the wonders of what raisin toast and wicked good coffee could do to bolster the ensuing workday. She'd been evaluated in urgent care and had what appeared to be a hypointense lesion in her right basal ganglia, the area of the brain deep and adjacent to the midline. By the time the scan was done, she'd felt considerably better and wanted to return to work, refusing an MRI scan. She did acquiesce to seeing me in clinic since her shift was over in the mid-afternoon, particularly since, according to the initial note, she wasn't interested in being in any emergency department. When I saw her in my office, Ms. A was definitely weak on her left side, although the patient dismissed this as just being tired. I've had this before, she noted somewhat casually. My doctors thought I had seizures a few years ago, and I got weak because of that. That was back in Thailand. I noted, writing this down, my initial impression was that the patient probably didn't have a brain tumor, at least looking at the CT scan, and had potentially experienced a TIA, or transient ischemic attack, and needed an evaluation of that as well as seizures. I told the patient that she should be evaluated for seizures again, as well as a mini-stroke, which, interestingly, gave the response, aren't strokes for old people? She was, of course, right. Why should an otherwise healthy woman who is relatively young have a stroke or a TIA? Why, indeed. I explained to the patient that a distinct yet real percentage of the population could have strokes even when young, and that we needed to assess her to ensure that this was not a result. And since we didn't have the evaluation from seizures from Thailand, we needed to do this as well. Ms. A didn't respond to the need for an evaluation particularly well. She was very focused on making sure she didn't miss work, and that often required rescheduling her MRI scans, the EEG appointments, even getting laboratory values based on her somewhat tight schedule, and more relevantly, her willingness to cross the street to get these things done. When I spoke to her on the phone, returning her call due to a second missed MRI, I told her in no uncertain terms that she needed to be evaluated since if she did have had a mini-stroke, she needed additional evaluations that we hadn't scheduled as of yet. She finally acquiesced and had not only the MRI done, but also the EEG as well as the laboratories all within a couple of days of one another. When I went down to the MRI suite to look at the patient's films, they were already up on the radiologist's computer screens. And even from the doorway, I could see abnormalities in the subcortical regions on the right. But they weren't just the usual evidence for a recurrent or ischemic event, but something called punctate lesions that suggested that the patient had had multiple events, probably over several years. As I looked at the scans more closely, the radiologist walked into the room and said, We're already bringing her back for an MR angiogram, anticipating my question given what I thought of the scan. 
Certainly, this wasn't a brain tumor, and it was most likely to be vascular. However, the patient's heritage, she was Asian, as well as the appearance on the MRI scan being affected, made me think immediately of the disorder called Moyamoya disease. Moyamoya disease is a disorder of blood vessels, which can particularly be at the level of the brain, and while affecting both young and old, can present as a cause of TIAs or strokes in the young and the very young. It may be genetic, although the causative gene has not yet been identified, but creates decreases in blood flow by occlusion, and then remodeling and the development of abnormal blood vessels subsequently, which are often small and tortuous. On angiogram, the appearance is like a puff of smoke, which is why the disease is called Moyamoya disease, a translation of puff of smoke from the Japanese, where it was initially described. I subsequently went over to the EEG laboratory, where I pulled the patient's scans, which hadn't been looked at as of yet. As I went through them, I was particularly interested in the response to hyperventilation, which can often cause a frequent slowing of the brainwave readings. This returns to normal after hyperventilation stops to the baseline frequency. However, in Moyamoya disease, once the hyperventilation stops, at least in some children and young adults, the slowness rebuilds up again, and one sees it again on EEG without the hyperventilation. While I wasn't sure I would see this given the patient's age, I looked carefully nonetheless. There was overall slight slowing of the patient's background, but upon hyperventilation and then stopping, over the next minute she developed a slowing rebuild up, which is virtually diagnostic for Moya Moya disease. We referred the patient to vascular surgery after discussing with her the results of the evaluation. While reticent for active care, specifically surgery, once we showed her the actual images of what normal anatomy looked like compared to her results on the MRI scan and the associated angiogram, she did move forward with therapy. She was treated with bypass surgery and did relatively well. She subsequently decided with her sister to move back to Thailand to care for their aging parents. While she seemed to be quite cognizant of her situation, she seemed absolutely unfazed by it. We just go on to the next day, she said to me during our last visit together. That is our way. I don't worry about yesterday. I smiled and wished she and her sister well on their trip back home. She nodded and with a smile turned and walked away. It was as if the entire experience had just been casually surreal, here, then gone, like a puff of smoke. Thank you for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.